Well, hello. You've joined us for episode three of the Booterverse. I can't believe we've already got three episodes in our pocket. It has been a blast, and I hope you're enjoying yourselves as well. We have a lovely show today. The inimitable and lovely Lachelle Allen is going to be with us. She is an opera singer, a gospel singer, and if there's a kind of music, she can sing it. I've not heard her sing heavy metal, but I'm willing to give it a try. You're about to enter the Booterverse. Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by Baby Burbs. And now for news in my orbit. If you ROTFL, the FBI is now likely to be onto you, so tread lightly. A newly released 83-page manual penned by the government agency promises to be the defining guide to social media slang and acronyms. It includes common shorthand like SRSLY, OMG, and LMAO as well as other more obscure terms like SOIDH, screenshot or it didn't happen, and HMOOC, house member out of control. They define the word troll as a deliberately provocative message board user. See also an opponent of Obamacare. In educational news, if school board election signs around town seem a bit suggestive, it may be because the candidate is a former porn star. Deciding to continue to trade on his established identity, Will Banger has come up against numerous challenges, not the least of which has been his struggle in court after he filed a discrimination suit alleging that flyers for his geography tutoring program, Banger Here and There, were removed from school campuses without due process. A former adjunct professor at the online university of the central northeast-south, Banger is set to square off against incumbent Deanne Cup in the fall. And in mountain news, the next time one of Tennessee's majestic state parks makes you feel moved to shake your groove thing, know that a park ranger was fired last week in a display of anti-dancing bigotry. This has not been witnessed in these mountains since March when a female member of a local Cracker Barrel waitstaff was dismissed for excessive hip rotation. The offending public servant was let go when a visitor to the park witnessed him, and I quote, going all the way down to the ground while joining another group of visitors in the Macarena. It's unclear whether the real issue, as far as the park service is concerned, was the ranger's allegedly lewd gyrations, or rather his unfortunate choice of 90s dance music. The park's commissioner, who could not be reached for a comment, is rumored to favor the locomotion. Officially, the ranger was let go for conduct unbecoming of a public employee and reckless endangerment in the vicinity of Poison Ivy. The park is attempting to distance itself from the scandal by stating simply that the employee in question doesn't twerk here anymore. Hello, this episode of the Budaverse is brought to you by Chimney Sweeps. Chimney Sweeps, we're experts at going down big black holes. Buddha. Today on our third podcast, we have our lovely and intrepid foreign correspondent, Vasily Krapov. Vasily's back with us in a segment we like to call Back in the UU Ukraine. Vasily? Hello, Emery. Good to see you. Good timing to be here. Thank you very much. Vasily, thank you. It is a pleasure as always. How are you, my friend? Well, let me tell you, have been better times. Well, I can only imagine it has something to do with the Russian occupation of the Ukraine. Or Crimea. Well, actually, no. Nobody really caring about this sort of thing. Listen, Vladimir Putin take a boat from Russia, come on Black Sea, then he stand on big dock and say hello to people of Crimea. He said, welcome back. Right. Um, how do you think the people responded to that? Oh, listen, let me tell you, Russians, uh, they make nice things. They give them piñatas from the places and, you know, throw a big party, lots of champagne. Good timing. So the Russians are throwing a party for the people of Crimea? Yes, well, you know, how else going to be the people who like you? You know, how are you going to get the people to like you? Except I have actual answer to that other than partying. Vasily, what is it? Hello! You have to go to Ukrainian karaoke. It is the only thing better than Russian occupation of this country. Wait, you're saying that Ukrainian karaoke is better than being occupied by a foreign nation? Of course it's better. Let me tell you, we get the Russians bring us things, you know, like chocolates and candy, also tanks. So that's good uh, for us. Uh, we like it, look nice on street corners. Uh, but, you know, hello, we can beat them in the karaoke. So hello, competition way down. 
So all you're concerned about is the competition in the Ukrainian karaoke? Of course, yes, what would I else be concerned about? Listen, we tell you first time, listen, they come, they go. You know, first time, Vladimir Putin said he pulling out, okay? He said he pulling out several weeks ago. Okay, he's still here. Let me tell you, listen, he's like college roommate who doesn't go, okay? He's still there. I don't understand, but he's still living in country or sort of has troops here. He's like crappy roommate who doesn't leave ever. It is horrible. It is very bad. And he is here now. And you know, what are we going to do with it? Vasily, I don't know. That's a Ukrainian question. And being a Ukrainian, I thought you could shed some light on that. Listen, the only light I want to shed is from disco ball onto Ukrainian dance floor. Thank you, Vasily. I... I can understand that. I know of your affinity for disco balls. Of course, that's great. Of, uh, naturally, uh, we were repelling the Russian forces with disco balls. Then something happened to sound system. Then they start moving forward again and taking over the country. I see. So the reason why the Russians are occupying Crimea is because a sound system broke down. Yes, that is correct. Is there a way perhaps to fix the sound system? No, of course not. No way to fix sound system. Sound system broken. It will be broken forever. Listen, the Russians take years, decades to fix things. I cannot tell you why. It is a crazy timing. And the Russians, they're like a Time Warner cable. Okay, they will be at your house next to never. And uh, it is sad but true. So now you're equating the Russians to Time Warner cable. Well, also to Comcast, but I don't like to mixing my analogies. Of course, I wouldn't want you to mix your, I think you said analogies. Of course, yes, analogies, because when you're comparing two things together, like when you compare everything to Ukrainian karaoke, you know, it's analogy. Well, Vasily, anything else that you want to tell the American people or the, the global listening public out there for the podcast? Well, I always have time to give song recommendation. Let me tell you, if you have not listened to the Dinah Shore album, you need to go doing that right now. I love the Dinah Shore. Let me tell you. Also, I like to sing the Love Boat theme song. The love boat, it's exciting and new. The love boat. All right, Vasily, I suppose you'll be here next week with another riveting story from the Ukraine. Well, I will try to do best for you. I like you very much. It's a good time being on show. Thank you very much. You've just listened to Back in the UU Ukraine with Vasily Krapov. The love boat, it's exciting and Today's episode of The Booterverse is brought to you by Ghosts. Ghosts. You can find them at area code 4050-BOO. Hello? Is this thing on? Judy, we haven't started yet. I know, but seriously, I'm vexed to go. Let me get on board. All right, Judy, just give me one minute. Listeners, now for a little segment we like to call The Last Lung with Judy. Judy Scheinbaum, thanks for being on the show. Oh, Emery, let me tell you, I don't know how this technology works, but it is time for you to update. It's like 1985 in here. I feel like I'm in a Thundercats lair or something. The Thundercats lair? Judy, when were you watching the Thundercats? I tell you, when Eliza was little, she loved watching those little pussycats on the television. She loved it. Well, that's good. Uh, an odd choice in reference, but for you, I don't expect anything less. Thank you so much. I know how much you love me, and I love you too. Hey, we've got a lot to talk about, so let's get going. All right, Judy, what would you like to talk about today? You know the knives I bought for Eliza last week on QVC? Well, a tragic thing has happened. She may have been whittling some wood on the balcony. She may not have told anyone that one of those knives pierced the fabric top of a car, a Cadillac 1972. I feel very bad about it. I'm not a Catholic, but this is like confession. Judy, I'm sure the listeners can feel your pain. Oh, no, they can't. Listen, what if that gentleman comes back to try to find me? I heard a knock on the door the other day. Thank God it was the Maytag repairman. What would I have done? I'm a single woman. I just live with my daughter. What would I have done? I've got nothing except a set of Ginsu knives. Judy, I'm sure if somebody took one look at you, they would turn in fear. Oh, well, who's to say? Judy, there have been many a time when... I've caught you in the hallway and turned in fear myself. Listen, I know it can be scary in the hallways in midday. I tell you, I've been trying to get the landlord to get some sort of security system, but he said no, it's too expensive. Judy, nothing can be more expensive than your safety. I know that's what I said. I'm priceless. Okay, I'm like the Mona Lisa over here. I'm hanging on a wall. Hello? Who would want to steal me? Everybody. 
I know, Judy. You are priceless. There is no doubt about it. Judy, anything happening in the apartment complex lately or, or out on the streets at all? Well, I was at the park the other day and I was swinging as I do. And this child started pushing me like I needed help pushing. I felt very violated. A child? How old was this kid? Well, listen, I don't know, three or four, but he tried to touch me. I don't like being touched, you know that, except by you. I know, Judy, I I know. Um, well, did you talk to the child's mother, or, or did you ask the kid to stop? Listen, I just gave him a dirty look as I do. I think you've seen the dirty look a time or two. Indeed, I have. Judy, do you go to the park often? Well, listen, I go to the park as much as I can. I try not to go at night after that thing happened that one time with that one person. I think you know what I'm talking about. I do, and I don't like to talk about it. I know how you don't. It was very upsetting for all of us. Speaking of upsetting, have you seen these political ads on the television? Just ridiculous. I can't believe people are running for offices anymore. It's like the post office. Who needs it? Well, Judy, the post office is an integral part of the American system. Uh, without stamps, without letter carriers, we wouldn't be able to communicate. Hello, it's called the internet. It's the 21st century. What, am I going to pay five cents to send an email? Listen, lock it up. Join us here in the technological subterfuge that I like to call America. Judy, do you know what subterfuge means? Listen, it doesn't matter. You know what I meant. With many things, Judy... I have absolutely no idea. It's as clear as day. If we didn't pay for the mail system and just send everything via email, we wouldn't have to pay for donkeys and ponies and those pith helmets that they put on their head. Well, Judy, I think the pith helmets that mail carriers use are one of the most delightful things that the post office has ever given us. Did you see that Kevin Costner movie where he was riding the horses and delivering mail from ten years ago? Hello? That's not a movie about the future. That's happening right now. Judy, did you lose a package in the mail? I don't want to talk about it, but I may have been receiving something from a certain company that sells certain products, and I did not receive my shipment. Do you know what happened? Listen, they said it was too big to go in the slot, and that's all they said. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, Judy, as always, we've run out of time. Be careful when you're swinging and wielding those knives. Thank you, Judy. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, Emery. Toodles. Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by Teabags. Teabags. Not only are we a refreshing drink, we're also a political party. Buddha! I am sitting here with a lovely Lachelle Allen, musician, singer extraordinaire. She's done pretty much every kind of music under the sun, and we are just glad to have you here on the Booterverse. Well, thank you very, very much, and you are very kind with your words. Well, my words are only kind when they're true. <laughs> So, Lachelle, where are you centered right now? What sort of projects do you have in the in the hopper? Well, actually, I, I just finished Carmen with Cincinnati Opera. And I will be working on a production of Porgy and Bess with the Lyric Opera of Chicago between September and December of this year. Oh, that's lovely. Right. Absolutely. I love the shy town Well, it's going to be very cold, but Denmark got me ready for that. <laughs> that's right. How are just the Danes? came back from Denmark. They are quite lovely, and they're so lovely that I'm going back next week. Wow. Oh, yeah. So you made you literally made a pit stop here at the studio, and then you'll be flying back. Oh, yeah. I'm going to uh, participate in the jazz festival there, and uh, so I'll be on... Uh, I'll be in Copenhagen, and then I'll be traveling to a small island called Fimu to also uh, sing some songs and get to know some people. Oh, sure. I mean, I always love going to small Danish islands. Oh. <laughs> I like my islands like I like my pastries, if you know what I mean. Mm, mm. Small and sweet. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> kind of like myself, but let's not, let's not talk about that. And they also pack a punch. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Now... I think the listeners would love to know, is there anything rotten in the state of Denmark? Rotten? Well, there's rotten everywhere. Oh, You know, mm. if you look hard enough, if you scratch the surface, you can find rotten. But they've covered up a lot of stuff very nicely, I what? should say. Didn't we? Oh, what? <laughs> what? Wait, cover things up? I, I don't know what you mean. What? No, we are a sterling and shining beacon of democracy and liberty, my friend. Well, we try. Oh. And then you scratch the surface. <laughs> I try not to. The eczema, it'll get you every time. Yeah, so basically, I mean, they have their issues. We have our issues. Uh, but societies do what they, you know, we all progress in a way and we do what we have to do to make the changes to accommodate more people. Um, 
And sometimes our progress is fast. Sometimes it's not so fast, but you know, you have faith, you have patience and at some point things will turn around in your favor. I agree. And I am still waiting for things to turn around in my favor. I'll tell you that much right now. Things are always turning for you, Emery. Oh, all right. I'll give it to you. They're turning <laughs> like a whirling dervish. They're turning so fast. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm, no. You know, it keeps things exciting. If things were great all the time or bad all the time, I mean, what a boring existence that would be. Absolutely. It's a roller coaster. So we have to take the highs with the lows, mm. you know? Well, if you're like me, I like things fast and crazy and that's what we're experiencing right now on the Buddhaverse. It's you just... sound like a movie. Well, I tell you, ooh. Too you're bad fast, I get... don't get furious. Ooh. I don't think anybody's ever accused me of being furious, I'll tell you that. Which is great. Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> and perhaps you never will. <laughs> I mean, that poor Paul Walker, God bless him, rest in peace. Oh my I know. goodness, oh mm. my goodness. But we've still I mean, got... what a loss, and his daughter, you It's know? true. But we've still got Vin Diesel, so... Ooh, <laughs> this is about to be another kind of show here now. You can't see it, but she's getting a little verklempt right a, here. Just a little, I'm clutching my pearls. Uh-oh. The imaginary ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Lachelle, uh, when you were in Copenhagen, were you exposed to any of the local culture, local dishes? Uh, did you have a lot of time to spend with the local natives? Oh, I did. Actually, uh, we really don't have enough time to go that deep. But what I will share with you is, outside of working with the Royal Danish Opera House, uh, I had a lot of time to explore the city of Copenhagen and surrounding areas. Uh, I did taste the cuisine um, and I did become a fan of the traditional Danish lunch. But I will say this, uh, the people were so lovely and so welcoming. And I think it had a lot to do with the show that we were doing, which was Porgy and Bess. Uh, they were really excited and hungry for the music and hungry to have this experience on stage in front of them. Uh, what's interesting about that situation is 71 years ago during World War II, during the German occupation, uh, they were putting up, the, Dane, the Danes were putting up a production of Corgi and Bess and they were shut down by the Germans, by the Nazis. The Germans will get you every time. Let me tell you, they will get you. <laughs> they didn't want anything to do with a story that was composed by a Jewish man that was featuring uh, African or people of African descent. So it was a double whammy for them. But Copenhagen pressed forward. They put up the production and I think it lasted for approximately two weeks before they were uh, ultimately closed down. But the fact that they were revolutionary, uh, this is what we believe and this is how we're going to proceed. And art really took a front seat in, in the war in that story because it was just like, we're going to do this. And it really took a very, very strong uh, movement to turn that around and you know, and actually stop the production. I mean, you know, it was going to get really, really bad. So, but what's interesting about the story is we celebrated the 71st anniversary while we were in production doing it just this year. Wow. So it was a very, very nice moment to be connected in history like that, you know? Well, and you don't think of an American show having such long roots oh, internationally. My goodness. it's It's actually amazing. I met a woman who attended the first, yes, because, uh, well, I actually met her daughter and then her daughter introduced me to her. Um, uh, so did she tell you, of course, and I'm sure she did, that yours was better? No, <laughs> actually she didn't. Mm. Uh, she only spoke in Danish and her daughter was the translator, but she was really overwhelmed with the fact that 71 years later, she was actually to experience this production uh, and to hear the music and to revisit the story. It's just amazing how art touches our lives and how it's a great communicator. Well, certain art has touched my life and I don't know that I'm necessarily better for it. It touched me in some some interesting places and I feel like when the emotions start coming, it becomes a little uncomfortable. I don't understand why, because I think that if you lived in Europe, you would be very comfortable with those emotions well, and the letting emotions, them fly. Well, maybe. I think the skinny jeans would actually cut off the emotional center, <laughs> and so I wouldn't be able to express those in the way that I would, I would like. <laughs> now, um, the, the shows, other than in Cincinnati and Chicago, have we, have we thought 
way farther down the line? Uh, do we know beyond that, if I may ask? There are some things in the mix that I'm not at liberty to talk about right now. Ooh, a secret. I know, right? They're so juicy. And listen, believe me, if I could share them right now, it would be great. But uh, because I'm not the only person that's involved in the planning process and everything, I'm going to honor my commitment and keep my lips sealed but just stay on the lookout all right and i hope you let us hear yes i'll be glad to have you know come back and talk about any of that and all of it well we'd be happy to have you back anytime you would wish you have a free and open pass here thank you Uh, not only because i love you and if listeners if you don't know if you met lachelle you're listening to her you'll love her I mean, you'd love her just as much. She is a wonderful person. Well, I like hugs. Mm. I think people like hugs. Secretly and openly, they like hugs. And so... I like closeted hugs. You do? Yeah. I would never tell people that I like hugs, Mm -hmm. but I do... You're the secret lover. Yeah, the secret lover hugger. Right. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) We both caught that. Oh, we did catch it. Oh, my. (laughs) Now, Michelle, um, where are you originally from? Where do you originally hail? I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Went to the School for the Arts, and uh, that's where I was introduced to classical music. And uh, I think uh, I tell this story to people, uh, but I'm just kidding, that I was almost burned out from opera by the time I hit my 20s because we'd done so much work Mm. in high school uh, that by the time we got, by the time I was ready to go to college, I had uh, pretty much been singing and... uh, I've been participating in stage productions uh, the whole four years, and so I was pretty primed. Uh, there was a lot of great music in the hallways. Well, can I ask, since you spent so much time working with and studying classical opera, is that your first love, musically speaking? Actually, it's not. Uh, it's not my first love, but I love the fact that I am able to navigate in that world uh, because, of course, the training uh, was intense. But I also chose to explore the avenues of, uh, you ready? I'm ready. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Explore those avenues right away. I mean, well, I sang in a rock band for five years. Uh, Well, I should say, I should say, I sang rock and roll for five years for a lot of different groups, actually, in a couple of different venues. uh, And all of them uh, just fueled my love for music and wanting to learn more and more about music. Uh, but I've also sung uh, jazz and some gospel and uh, spirituals. Spirituals are actually pretty close to my favorite genre of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, may I ask, why, why is that? What connects you uh, with those? Uh, I don't want to be obvious, but... No, I mean... no, no. I mean, well, uh, being of African descent, okay. <laughs> um, it was part of my tradition growing up. In ways I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't know that a spiritual was a spiritual until someone said it was a spiritual. It was always just a group of songs that were just sung around me. And uh, some of the songs uh, actually remind me of moments with people that are dear to me that are here and no longer here. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel a strong connection because uh, there is so much rich history that is connected to this line of work. And the more that I read about uh, the atrocities, let's, I mean, let's be frank, the, the atrocities that people went through and how they still had the faith, the hope, and the determination to be positive and to sing about and to uh, express themselves in a way that was, uh, they were looking toward a future. They were looking toward a better life. You never hear a spiritual that talks about quite frankly, kill my master. No, you hear this little light of mine, you know, I'm going to tell God all my troubles when I get home, you know, walking up the King's Highway, ain't going to let nobody turn me around. I mean, uh, where there could have been so many negative elements, there were so many hopeful and positive elements that were a part of this music. Well, you're such a positive person. Anybody who would meet you would just know that positivity radiates from you. What do you do? Do you take salt baths? Um, Is there like a (laughs) yoga regimen? Perhaps a, you know, a meal that gets you rejuvenated? I don't know. Are there fairies around you that, you know, prance and flit about spreading you with positive dust? (laughs) I didn't know you could see them. Uh, Well, here here on the Buddhaverse. Yeah, they were supposed to be invisible today. Uh, But I employ all of those tools and more. I pull from whatever is around me 
to accommodate me. You know, sometimes you're in a mood where uh, you're ultra positive and you just see, oh my God, that's a lovely song the birds are singing. Sometimes you're not in a great mood and uh, and you need to come out of that. Uh, and whatever it takes, something, it could be a flash in a pan, something like that, like uh, something that'll make you laugh or something that'll just change the thought process and, and, and get you from maybe a not so great mood to a greater mood. Whatever you need to do to kind of change up, I, I do whatever. And I sing to myself. Well, and I was going to ask if singing yeah. was a part of that whole procedure. Yeah, it is. Um, so there's a there's more more times than not, there's some music playing in the background in my head uh, that lines up directly with the mood that I'm in. And of course, all of these songs just come from music that I've heard all my life. And it could be, you know, something is as, as nice as, oh, well, I'm having a spiritual moment. There's a there's a great song that that could accompany that. But then I'm ticked off. I'm not having a great day. Crap keeps happening. In fact, I feel like I need to play that song for you one day uh, just so you can have it in your arsenal. Just in case. I mean, just in case, because uh, as fortunate as you are, maybe there's one little moment. If there's one little hair out of place, you need to... <laughs> I have a extra hold mustache wax that really brings everything into a lovely sort of a stash esque sort of mold. Mm, yes, 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 indeed. I get now, the songs that are in your head are any of them yours, your own creation, or oh, do you? Yes, yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, please um, don't be. But many of the songs that I sing uh, are songs that I've written and. Those songs come out as a result of maybe a conversation with someone or something that I've seen in a movie, something that I've seen in the street. Uh, and I'm just inspired to write a little jingle or write something that may be a full-fledged song. Um, but a lot of times, my lyrics and my melodies are in my head. The problem is getting them out for everyone else to hear. Well, and when you do that, on multiple occasions when that would happen... I hope you'll let us know first. Oh, definitely. In fact, I plan on uh, sharing a lot of that work with you. Yes. I am going to launch a website, and mm. I will give you the information. Please do. Do we have a name for that? Is it going to be LachelleAllen.com? No, we are uh, working with name uh, possibilities. Okay. Because I work under different names on stage. That is so secretive that you perform under different names. Does it ever get confusing? Never gets it never gets confusing. Uh, I think that uh, there are different aspects to our personality that have to come out. Um, if you're a mother, you're not just a mother. You're a woman first. You're a friend. You might be a sister. You might be a cousin. And I use this uh, analogy a lot because we used to kind of kid my mother, uh, specifically because she had a job that was very difficult. Uh, she worked in corrections. So when she came home, she had to have a debriefing moment where she could come back to earth and kind of be mom instead of officer, whoever you are, Officer McMurray or, you know. Sergeant Bilko. You have to come out of that persona and operate as a mother or as a sister or as a wife or whatever. So very much like that, uh, there are different parts of me that feel like they need to come out and sing a song. Mm. Sometimes it's the church girl. I love church. Absolutely. You know, I love getting my praise on. But then there are times when I'm ministering, you know, besides somebody who's having a, a shot of whiskey while I'm having a shot of vodka. Oh. You know, I mean, so it happens that, you know, my, my approach to you in this conversation is going to be very different from maybe that bar scene or maybe sitting in the pews at church or in the park. Or on a train or on a plane. There's going to be a different uh, interaction. And I think a lot of people would find that difficult. A lot of people find those different sort of situations and acting perhaps in different ways to be sort of disingenuous. But I know you. You're not a disingenuous sort of person. How do you deal with that? Because I think, I think it's just because it's only difficult if you, if you are thinking about the labels. Because we always do it. Because when you go to work, you don't act the way you are at work the way that you are with your friends. Unless you have some kick butt job. Like, I don't know if you work for Google. Maybe they just act the same way like all day. Mm. But from 9 to 5, this is who I am. And then an hour later at happy hour, 
woohoo, you're swinging from the chandelier. You know, <laughs> well, and I think a lot of people, though, find that those boundaries, especially in our society today, blur so dramatically with social media. And so oh, yeah. oftentimes they are pigeonholed because of those labels and they don't really feel the, the ability to maybe sing in a church choir and then go out to, to have a drink later on in the day. Right. Because a lot of people would call me a blasphemer because of that. But I feel like... Uh, well, not in the Buddhaverse, we wouldn't. I know. Listen, because this is the real deal here. Absolutely. Uh, the problem I think that we have in, in society a lot, I think a lot has to do with how we label things and everything has to have a title. And in order for you to feel like you're right, you have to fit inside of this box, you know, and be categorized a certain way. When, in essence... We are all outside of the box. There is no box that can hold us. That's right. I have tried to put myself in a box. <laughs> Nothing holds me. I can't imagine you trying to put yourself in a box. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I I didn't. I was Don't just kidding. Don't deceive the Buddha first. Okay. There has never been a box that could contain me. Never. Never. And there never should be. And nor a box that could be contain you. Because every soul is just, is literally just so outside of the boundaries of containment. You know, I mean, it's like, I mean, what was, what is, what always will be. We're constantly moving, constantly changing. And, and that's why it's so important to, I think, stay grounded and connected with things that keep you charged in a positive light so that you can then share that with other people. Because that's the only way I can really survive is being fed good, positive stuff so that I can then share it. That constant circle, like, that's how I that is so good. I don't want to say get off, but get on, oh. get off, get on, get mm. off and get on, you know. There's a ride that you're on and I... That's a song. I need to do that. do that right now. <laughs> We're coming up with lyrics right now. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm on some sort of ride. I don't know what it is. I'm just glad that, you know, the bar is in, I am strapped in and we're going. Yes. I know. Yes. Now, Lachelle, let's say perhaps we sort of talked about my... My sort of delightful life as it is, free of the cares of mortal men. Let's say I was having a moment mm -hmm. where things may not be going my way. Hypothetically speaking, of course. What song, we talked about a rattlesnake, what song would you sing to me? What song, would you, would you play me a song? You know, I would play you a song, and uh, I would I would be happy to share Meaner Than a Rattlesnake with you. Mm. Well, we don't have Meaner Than a Rattlesnake with us today, but Lachelle has pre-recorded a song for us in the studio, and we wanted to give you all a listen. So let's take a listen to that. There is a blessing around every corner. There is a blessing. Around every bend There's a blessing Just beyond the line of sight In the darkness of the night You'll find a blessing There is a blessing In the smiles that we all share There is a blessing in the way we love and care There is a blessing When we reach down deep inside And we swallow all our pride And we praise our God on high There is a blessing There is a blessing There's a blessing in the sunshine that we see. There's a blessing in the air that we all breathe. There is a blessing in the hearts that touch our souls. When we let our love light glow and in the things that we don't know, there is a blessing. Oh, yeah. If we take the time to look around us, everything becomes so crystal clear. If we take the time to tell each other how we feel, that is a blessing, and it is real. 
with Lachelle Allen. I hope you all enjoyed that track. It was a delight. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity of uh, allowing other people to hear this work. This song is special to me because it, uh, it was actually inspired by the members of the church that I'm attending. And, uh, and people that you know, people that, you know, I, I walk down the halls and I see these people and hey, boom. Uh, here, I've got something for you. Oh, here, did you hear about this? Uh, the song was inspired by uh, beautiful things that were happening around me that kept happening around me. And it was just my acknowledgement of those things. Well, I love beautiful things. That's why you're on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you. And even though they can't see you, I can, and I'm the better for it. Oh, you're so sweet. Do I have to write you a check? Well, <laughs> no, because it would have to be so big. I wouldn't There's put no that box that can t- could, mm. could t- <laughs> nor no price that could be paid. Uh, but if anybody would like to be a sponsor, uh, please contact booterverse at thebooter.com. We'd love to have you on board. I mean, this ship does not steer itself. Mm. It's true. I mean, I am the captain of something, but heaven knows I can't steer it by myself. We need wow. some fuel. You need fuel. Mm. Yes, indeed. Put the coal on the fire. I think that you're going to have a lot of support. I think you're going to have a great uh, audience uh, for this project. I can see so many great things happening for you. I remember uh, maybe a year, year and a half ago, us talking about uh, the direction that you wanted to take your career in, things that you wanted to accomplish. And I'm just really blessed to sit here today and to see some of those things happen. They're manifesting right in front of you. And that's a result of you having great and positive outlooks towards things. Well, and a great producer, but... Oh, yes, yes. Shout out to Courtney. Absolutely. Now, I don't want to seem as though I'm a Debbie Downer, but can you give us any sort of hint on what those next projects are going to be? Oh my, you are trying to get a girl in trouble. Well, I often do. (laughs) Well, the thing about it is, uh, I think that uh, because I have lots of different genres that I like to work in, uh, the project that I'm working on is... I cannot tell you the name of it, okay. but it will incorporate uh, my favorite things. Ooh. So what are a few of your favorite things, Lachelle? Raindrops on roses. <laughs> you like some whiskers on kittens as well? Whiskers on kittens. Mm. <laughs> I can't believe I bombed that. But anyway. I... No, listen, you're a singer. You're a professional. This is just a podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, at the same time, you want to, you know, you want to you wanna speak well for people. Well, and But you... I am overwhelmed, I have to tell you, that I can't stop staring at your mustache. Mm. And uh, it is a little distracting. It is waxed daily. You know, I wonder, is there an application for applying the wax? Mm. There mm. is a certain balm that I may or may not mm. use on said mustache. Now, nice. I'd love to tell you about it, but to do so, we'd have to get them to be a sponsor. So maybe we'll contact them. I maybe they would be a sponsor idea. of the Booterverse. I think that's a great idea. You need to do your photo shoot mm. and send these pictures to them and let them know this is a face you want to sponsor. Mm. Well, I think that should be the poster. Just well, point to yourself and say this is a face you want to sponsor. Well, you are a face that everyone should want to sponsor. I'll tell you that. You're so sweet. Well, You're so sweet. My mama raised me well. She did. Yeah. She'd be so proud. Oh my goodness. Now... 
I can't tell you how excited I am to see that come to fruition, and I know it will be, and I just want you to let the Booterverse know. Send us an email. Send us a... Drop us a line, if oh, you will. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And we'd be happy... Wait, even better. Come back on the show. Now that... That would be a big treat. Mm. I would really... For you or me. Ahead. Well, for both of us, darling. Oh, I have to admit that's that's a true story. <laughs> you know, it's just great because we I think we have a good energy exchange and we always have a good time together, you know? We do. I I have not I cannot remember one single time that we have been together and it hasn't been just a lovely experience. Yeah. I, yeah, I could say the same. Mm. I cannot think of a time. You have got me in this emotional state. I don't know how you did it. I'm all like feeling things right now. There are emotions mm. and like happiness and I think joy. That, uh, maybe uh, in the Buddhaverse. In the Buddhaverse. Since uh, since we have to say Baba Wawa, step to the side. Mm. And uh, I don't know what the big O is doing. Oh. So maybe there's room for a girl like me to come in and talk about positivity and how our thoughts uh, shape our lives and how if we're good to ourselves, then we can be good to other people and just a wonderful life can unfold in front of you. Well, Lachelle, I want you to know you are my Oprah. Well, thank you, darling. Yep. I mean, I do come from humble beginnings, and I don't want that to be a brown skin cliche, because it's not. Many of us uh, struggle in the beginning, and then once we tune in and tap into our power, then we're able to change things. But mm. that's our decision. I just got shocked. Oh, darling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So I won't do the Eartha Kit. I'll be the La La Z. You can, on the Buddhaverse, you can do whatever you want, Lasha. I know. Listen, I can see uh, the Twilight Zone across the street. Oh. <laughs> much, much like seeing Russia from uh, Canada. Oh, I can see Russia from my house. I can yeah, see, yeah, right see. there. Oh, from Alaska. Did I, I, I say know, Canada? Did, yeah, you, Alaska. Oh, it's, I sometimes I don't even know. You oh know. my goodness! I did. Who let Sarah in here? I don't even Isn't know. That hilarious. She is a she's American, all right. Mm, God bless yeah, her. Yeah, God bless her. Mm, she needs some blessing. Every one of us, yes. I would, I would though, I will say this, I would love to go moose hunting with her. You know what's funny? I think uh, it would be nice to experience her when she's just with her family mm. or with people that she can just be regular with and you don't have to wear the this facade of, of a list of titles. You're just a person enjoying your family or enjoying other people that are, that are cool with you. That's the state that I would like to see her in. I, we could not, she and I could never talk about politics or or religion, uh, you know, or, or anything else outside of the sky is beautiful. Mm, how's the this weather? It's a great day. You know, doesn't that barbecue smell amazing? Yeah, let's mm. let's just be real people. Absolutely. Barbecued moose meat. Mm. Barbecued, you know, mm. that might actually be really, really good. This is a true story. Speaking of the Europe, I put an article in front of Europe just because I feel like... It is all that. The Europe. Yeah, I once had reindeer meat uh, in Norway. True story. Didn't, but didn't, how did you like it? It was fine. I mean, okay. it kind of tasted a little like... I don't eat a lot of venison. I only eat a lot of deer, but it, it tasted kind of like that. A little chewy, but not okay. bad. Okay, okay. Because I was going to assume, didn't you love it? But, you know... it was It was fine. You know what I mean? It's I'm not... I'm not, you know, writing home about it, but I am telling them about it because it's a great story, I mm -hmm. think. How long did you stay in Norway? Well, you know, my Norwegian time, I logged almost a month there, I think. Really? Oh, yeah, man. Mm. Mm, those Norwegians are lovely people. Oh, my goodness. I know you're hot on the Danes right now. Well, right now, that's all about them. Um, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but get yourself get yourself on some fjords um, yeah. and get yourself a Nordic sweater, and you oh, will yeah. just feel great inside. Well, I am going to spend some time in Sweden while I'm there. Uh, I spent some time, just a little bit of time in Sweden while I was in Copenhagen, in Denmark, excuse me, and uh, found myself at a party surrounded by a room full of uh, airline stewards. You know, that's oftentimes something that I find myself with, a room of airline stewardesses. Yeah, well, it was a very, very nice party, and uh, yeah, so I have to go back. Well, I was talking to one of them, and I said, you know, since I'm here in Sweden, tell me what I should buy to take back to America. And I thought that this was the funniest response. She said, I would suggest you buy Swedish fish. 
So the Swedes really do eat the Swedish fin. They really do. They really do. So I'm going to come back with uh, Swedish fish. I love that. And you've heard it here first. The Swedes actually do eat Swedish fish. And they're promoting that product. Well, wouldn't you? I would. I mean, American Eagle, American Outfitter, American Cheese. (laughs) I mean, we've done some pretty good branding over our 200 plus years. Oh, yeah. Hmm. America. We'll brand Swedish the heck out of fish. you. Can you can you imagine? So yeah, I have to definitely make that part of my souvenir basket when Ab- I return. Absolutely. And as a personal request from you, the next time you are on the Booterverse, bring a bag of those Swedish fish. I love them. Ah, definitely, definitely. That would that would be my pleasure. Definitely. And if Swedish fish would like to sponsor the Booterverse, you can reach us <gasps> yeah. at Booterverse at thebooter.com. Just send us an email. We'd love to love you put you on. You know, and if they choose to do that, I'd even write a jingle. Oh, a Swedish fish jingle. I wonder if they have one in Swedish. I believe that they do. Now, I can't tell you what it is, but uh, if they don't, we will hook them up. Now, wouldn't that be great for the both of us? It would be great. Swedish fish here on the Buddhaverse. Mm, I love it. All of the Buddhaverse rivers filled with what? Swedish fish. Fish. Swedish fish. Oh my goodness. One of the songs I'm singing in, on this jazz festival is Pennies from Heaven. I think we should change it to Benjamins from Heaven. Benjamins from Heaven. Yeah. And if it's a torrential downpour, who cares anyway? I mean. Come on. Hey. <laughs> we'll be sitting pretty, darling. <laughs> well, as you always do. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listening audience before we close our session today? Well, I'm I'm sorry to go. I mean, this has been wonderful and uh and I hope that this will continue to grow and grow and grow and that all of your dreams will be fulfilled and actually that they surpass your expectations because that's the better blessing. Something that surpasses what we wish for. How do you do it? Every time I put up my steely veneer, you poke your little finger into my heartstrings and my emotions and you just start tugging and you make me feel all warm and good inside. (laughs) You actually gave me the tool to do that. Mm. See? See? (laughs) As always, I am the master of my own demise. uh, And of your own success. Oh, you know? Yeah. And we here at the Booterverse are so happy to hear what you are doing and what you will be doing. And once Thank those you. secrets are out, you let us know. I will. And if I and if I could just say one more thing, uh, I'm actually working on a project that will, uh, that's aside from the one that will be released in January. I'm working on a project where I work with children, uh, taking the American Negro Spiritual, which is a dear art form to me. Uh, it's very close to me because of my, uh, because of my history, because of my uh, background, and because of all of the songs and experiences that were shared uh, through this vehicle of music. Um, I wanted to do something that is a little bit uh, uh, different with the spiritual, where I want to take it to a school and teach the children the basis of the spiritual, uh, the history that's connected with it, and then challenge them to contemporize the Mm. songs. And I have a couple of examples that I'll share with you, and maybe down the line, you know, we can talk about this as a project that we could uh, both benefit from. But, you know, there's a certain amount of outreach that we all have to do once we reach a certain position. And so I'll be knocking on your door soon, because we see your star. Yeah. Your star is rising, baby. You are a gem. I just love you so much. Yeah. I am so glad that you are here. Whenever I need sort of a boost, which is not very often, mind you, I, uh, I'm i pretty positive Polly myself, mm-hmm. but uh, I may come knocking at your door. And you Anytime. Can, and you can show me what a rattlesnake I really am. <gasps> oh. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait for you to hear that song. You might want to put it on your phone as a little jangle. Mm. I... Only for the bill collector. Well. (laughs) Very nice. Only for the bill collector. Meaner than a rattlesnake today. Meaner than a rattlesnake. I feel bad for bill collectors. I'm not going to lie about it. They have to have, they have to do their job. They do. They have to. And, but you know, they wouldn't make half the calls that they're making now if our educational debt was just forgiven. Ooh. 
Is that is that a political shout out right there? You know, let me just say this, and I am really, honestly, not one to to go there. You're not. You're. I know you're. Mm-hmm. You're not so a political person. But I love. Uh, I love the idea of uh, educating your future and then allowing that educated future to help the country to progress without the shadow or umbrella of a debt contract. Well, I've heard the children are our future. You know, and if you teach them well. And, and let them lead, lead the way. Lead the way, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Wow. Yeah. Because the beauty that they possess is a part of what you have passed on to them. We have to continue to pass on that good stuff to each other. I mean, that's the way we can heal and grow. Absolutely. And the good stuff that you are passing on to the listeners today, priceless. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And thank you for being here, Lachelle. It is always a pleasure. Do you have a website now? Uh, right no, now? actually, I don't, uh, which is interesting. You know, I, I can I usually use yeah. my Facebook address sure. or I use my email address, which is lachelle.allen at gmail.com. And that's L-A-S-H-E-L-L-E dot A-L-L-E-N at gmail. Well, and when Lachelle gets back from Copenhagen, you need to send her an email. Tell her how much you loved her on the Buddhaverse. Well, thank you. And ask her for information on where she's going to be next, because heaven only knows her star is certainly on the rise. Oh, and I'm always ready to go out and uh, sing a concert or two. So anyone who wants to invite me uh, to their state, to their country, I'm ready to go. To their universe? To their Buddhaverse. Well, this has been another episode of The Buddhaverse. Thank you to Lachelle Allen. Always a pleasure to have her with us and best of luck and success in her upcoming endeavors. To the listeners, thank you so much for listening. We are so glad you're here. I hope to be coming at you every Monday. And remember, if you don't just want to see me on the podcast, you can join me on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, and heck, even Pinterest. Because, you know, men should be on Pinterest? thanks to Courtney and Sonny, our production team, and to Quadrants for producing our theme song. And always remember, unlike other forms of interstellar travel, the Booterverse is always a click away. 